chicas! Bienvenidas a la charla. I'm Isela, a wife, teacher, entrepreneur, and new mommy to my sweet baby boy, Logan Jace. I'm Lily. I'm a teacher, daughter, and engaged to a wonderful man. Somos dos Latinas from Texas, loving life and living it up. Acompáñanos as we chat all things mujer. Makeup, libros, food, familia, and just bringing you into our everyday lives. So grab your cafecito and let's chat. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. I hope everybody is doing wonderful. We are all on our summer right. break. Or summertime yes, is here. Is summer are. officially here? No, I don't think so. It isn't, right? I think it starts... No, I think it's like later on this month. Huh. I don't is it know after the, Father's Day? I don't know. The 20-something? Probably. I don't, I don't know, know the official date for summer, but for us, summer is here. We're in summer. <laughs> yes. Thank God. Especially with Texas weather <laughs> and teachers being out on summer break, it is here. So, right. what you been up to lately? Well, let's see. We started off our first week of summer break. Mm-hmm. Um, I started off being under the weather. So I've just been, I think it's just kind of like the stress of the whole year just finally caught up to me. Mm-hmm. I thought I was Wonder Woman or Supergirl, but apparently I'm not. And so it officially caught up and I was like sick oh, this man. whole week and stuff like that. So I've just been battling whatever has been going on, but pretty much just kind of enjoying and relaxing and being able to sleep in at the same time i mean it it sucks being sick of course but at the same time it is it's like you can just relax and just breathe and just be like okay let me recharge my batteria here (laughs) right yeah and catching up on shows there was like so many shows i was like so behind on and so just catching up on that has been pretty nice yeah that's cool and having that i've been kind of doing the same thing what about Lo mismo, relaxing, um, getting some fun time in with Logan, getting a lot of time in at the gym. So um, just feeling productive. I feel like this is what it's like to like not worry about work. It's so weird how <laughs> every summer is like, like this is how millionaires new. feel, right? <laughs> this is how rich people feel. <laughs> but yeah, it just feels good. And I'm like, I go to the gym in the morning and nobody's there. It's It's awesome. I'm really enjoying my break. But um, I'm just glad that it's finally here and we can enjoy it. And hopefully it take it. Right. I hope it drags. I hope my summer just drags. I don't want it to go fast at all. I hope so, too. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk about fear of failure and some tips on how to overcome those fears. So, Lily, have you ever had a fear of failure? Is there like a specific time in your life oh, whenever definitely. you've thought about it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it overall, I think I've been scared a lot of the times. I think one, being Hispanic and being a girl mm-hmm. or a woman, you always have that fear of letting your family and your parents down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's one that That's I've true. always had. So everything that I do, I try to be, I I mean, I may be a little overachiever type mm-hmm. of personality here, but... I think that's been one of my fears that just, you know, letting my parents down and my family and kind of, you know, what is it that bringing shame to your family or like disappointment that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then also like career wise, I think that every year and I think this deals with me every year 
since mm-hmm. I've I've taught multiple gr- grade levels, but it's always a, a fear of mine that I'm going to let my kids down. Yeah. And that I won't be able to do what I need to do in order to help them grow. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think those have been like my major fears. Yeah. With, with, with the about success you? and failure. Um, for me, I mean, it started out with like college, of course, that was a fear because that I had already tried to go to college first, you know, when I graduated mm-hmm. from high school and it didn't work out. It just wasn't for me at that time. So then when I finally went back, I had that fear of failure and no lie. I am very um, grateful that I met you and that I met Wendy and we had like our little group of close knit friends because I felt like it was like y'all were like my support group without even knowing it. Like You are not <laughs> falling behind. We are graduating. Yes, we were like <laughs> leaning on each other. We wanted to make meet those goals. And of course, like um, Diana and Gabby, they were very, you know, influential and just kind of being motivators to each other you know what i mean and just kind of like keeping up and wanting to do better and going back every day i mean of course college is is hard it's a lot of work and it's it's stressful and it's it can be boring i'm sorry but it's true it can be boring so when you have that little network Mm -hmm. of close friends you look forward to going i loved going to school once i met all all of y'all you know so um but yeah that was a huge fear is going back and then failing again. And that kind of ties into um, like my work ethic because I started working at a very young age. Like I got my first job at 13, even though I wasn't legal to work. Whoops. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got my first job at a video store (laughs) and then I had so many jobs from there all the way up until I decided to go back to college for the second time. And I just couldn't find my niche. I couldn't find what I was good at. You know what I mean? I uh, or what yeah. would make me happy so that I could continue and I did everything. Like I worked in um hospitality, I worked in the medical field in different types of like like at the in the de- behind a desk in a doctor's office and then as a therapy assistant and then at one point I thought I wanted to be a radiologist because I was a radiologist it it was insane the amount of different Mm -hmm. things that I did you know and whenever I did graduate from college I was like oh my god am I gonna stick with this you know that was a huge fear and I don't know what happened I just felt like over the past six-ish years I've just really grown to feel very confident as a teacher and that I'm just good at what I do um, daily. Now, whether or not these kids are performing to their highest potential, that is a different story. But I feel like (laughs) I found my niche and I have room to like, I don't know, just kind of do things the, the way I feel they would work in my classroom with every different student or whatever. Yeah. So I finally overcame mm-hmm. that fear of, you know, well, wh- well how am I going to do the rest of my life and my career or whatnot? But that's, I think those have been like the two biggest fears in my life was college and then my work ethic. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, well, I was like, you know, researching because I mean, we kind of do that a lot. <laughs> And I was looking into different reasons why people build that fear or why people have that fear, I guess. And um, one of the biggest things was 
because of the judgment of other people. And I was telling my husband this earlier when having a conversation because I was asking about it. He's he's all about that. He's all about talking about, you know, getting to your goals and setting um, some different steps to get to your goals or small goals, large goals, da, 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 whatever. So he's very much goal oriented. Yeah. And I guess he like rubbed off on me because I'm mm -hmm. like that now, too. Um, but I was I was explaining to him how introverts who don't really talk much about their personal life and, and don't really share too much about what's going on with them are fearful of failure when they decide to share a goal that they have in mind or a passion that, that they want to um, perceive because, yeah. I mean, pursue, excuse me, pursue because of everyone else around them being very judgmental and saying, well, this person, I mean, we don't even know anything about them and why are they going to be so bold or why are they trying to be so daring with with um, talking about this goal or trying to perceive something that's like a really, really high or really hard to achieve. And then the flip side to that was extroverts, extroverts who are always sharing everything and who have failed many times. And when they get to that point to where they are fearful and thinking, well, dang, I've tried so many things. I've shared my ideas on all of these things. I failed at every single thing. And now this is something else where I'm going to get judged again because I'm going to fail. So you're like kind of like setting yourself up already. Sin, sin empezar. Yeah. You're already setting yourself up for, oh, well, this is going to happen and this is what people are going to say. So have you ever felt like that? I mean, have you ever felt like, oh. damn, I don't even want to talk about this because me van a juzgar definitely right <laughs> i think you know when <laughs> and it's like you said going into um college just seeing you know like having relatives that had gone and dropped out or just you know life happened and they had to get out i think that's one of my that was one of the things too that i thought about okay i'm going into college am i going to be able to make it mm -hmm. and it's like you said you know if i hadn't found that support group i don't even know if i would have continued because mm -hmm. you know when i when i went in into college i was a nursing major and i was gung-ho this is what i wanted to do this is what i'm going to be you know and it's kind of like oh when i decided to switch majors it was kind of like oh well what happened to nursing was it too hard yeah. you know mm -hmm. and so that kind of was like a little fear they're gonna be like oh it was too hard and that's why she switched her majors but it wasn't that it was that i have found my passion and i wanted to be a teacher yeah. And so that was one of the times where I felt like I'm not I'm not I guess I wouldn't consider myself an extrovert, but I'm also not fully an introvert. I'm kind of mm -hmm. I feel like I'm kind in of the in middle. between in the middle. Yeah. And so that was that was that was one of my fears, you know, that people people are always going to judge. And, you know, the older mm -hmm. that I've gotten, the more I'm like, whatever, I don't care if you judge me or not. I'm going to do me. Yeah. And so that that was something, you know, that I had to overcome and, you know, talking to y'all and you know, building that friendship and just kind of pushing each other. I think that's what helped me out a lot. And, you know, and then my family being like, no, this is awesome. Because they were all super excited I was going to be, a I decided to be a teacher. Because mm -hmm. my mom was like, she's like, yeah, I do. I do get that you want to do nursing. But she was like, but oh, what about your family? She's like, you're going to be on call and all this. And she's like, you're not going to have time to do what you love. And, you know, now that I reflect and I think back on it, I'm like, you know, she was right. And so mm -hmm. that that fear, once I met y'all and just talking to my parents and stuff like that, it completely went away. And, you know, and I stopped judging myself. 
and stop mm-hmm. letting other people judge me and say and dictate what I was going to do, you know. And not only that, but you put something into perspective right now when you said that um, teaching became like your passion because, I mean, we see it as, dang, I failed at all these other things, but we don't we don't see it from a different angle that maybe we failed at all of those other things because that wasn't our calling. That wasn't our niche. That wasn't what we yeah. were good at. And those were just like trial and error until we got it right doing the right thing you know what i mean like it was like yeah. you know like like you're stepping it, like we were all brought together to do a certain thing for a reason i mean it's weird how it just didn't work out for, like for me it didn't work out in all of these other like you know jobs or whatever and all of a sudden you know i meet this group of people and everything clicks in school and then i'm just like i'm happy i'm really happy doing what i'm doing yeah. Even though it's very stressful, I'm very happy with it. I can't I can't really see myself doing anything else, you know? And yeah. for you, no, I totally agree. For you, I mean, it's like you started out as a nursing major and then there was something that is like a divine intervention, man. It's really cool. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just yeah. like we were <laughs> meant to do what we're doing. And it's like those little failures, yeah, we were worried about them, but then pues mira, mira donde estamos. <laughs> Right. And you know, and you know, what's funny is that when I was doing like my nurse, the nursing major, mm-hmm. like even though I had the same people in my classrooms and you know, in my classes, like I wasn't finding that friendship, you, you know, like when connect. I did once I switched, like I just couldn't connect with anybody. Like it was just kind of like, oh, it's just school stuff. And that was it. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, when I switched majors and I met y'all like it, we just clicked. And it's like you said, it was that divine intervention that. Hey, that wasn't my path. It was teaching. That's where I was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so those are the failures that, or the times that we felt that major fear of failure. And of course, there's other times that you feel that, like with different projects and with different little things that you have going on, you know, um, little endeavors that you want to try. For me, it was seeing that you know what? People who care about me are going to be supportive. People who mm-hmm. um, support me are going to say, you know what? I don't know about that goal or that dream of yours, but you go ahead, girl. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was it was for me realizing that I can be open with those people, with you know my closest people who really care about me, who want good things to happen to me. When I realized that, hey, I can share these goals and I can talk about these openly and, you know, who cares if I'm judged? Who cares if I share this mm-hmm. and, and who cares if I fail? Oh, well, guess what? I tried. I really tried it. So, um, so yeah, that's one thing that I've learned to like, I just put myself out there. Ya, ya ni me importa. Everybody's going to have a, an opinion no matter <laughs> what you do. No True. importa lo que hagas. You could smile the wrong way and someone's gonna say something so i mean it doesn't matter it's just all about you putting yourself out there and i mean if you don't want to share it that's fine but one of the things that i did come across was that it's important for you to share your passions your goals and any projects that you have with the people that you love and that share that love in return Mm -hmm. those people that love and respect you because it's good to share your passions because you never know i mean somebody might say oh wow you want to start a i don't know this is just an example like you want to start a 
some business and you never know if that person has a connection for you or you never know if that person has an idea yeah. that's going to help your dream flourish. You know what I mean? So sharing those goals yeah, with totally. people can really help, I think. <clears throat> um, so when, when I was doing all of this reading and research about, you know, fear of failure and todo eso, I came across some ways to overcome that fear. And they're like, you know, just these little things that you mm -hmm. can like set in place or set in motion to help you um, just kind of get to your goal. And if you fail at it, it won't be like detrimental. It won't be devastating. You'll be like, okay, I kind of sort of was ready for it to be a success or a failure. I had my mind ready for it. I had my uh -huh. heart ready for it. So, so here are just a couple of little tips that, that I saw. Um, one thing was don't rush. Um, when you rush something and you don't sit out and plan it, you know, thoroughly and, and go over <laughs> it and to where you're, <laughs> and, to, and I'm talking about this because I speak from experience. Okay. Let's just put it out there. But you don't go over it thoroughly and, and you don't like, you know, dot your I's and cross your T's and make sure that everything is well set before you pursue it. Um, you know, it could be a rapid failure. So, <laughs> so don't rush into, um, <laughs> into your passion just kind of give it time work it all out plan everything out and then you know you develop a plan as well um, another thing is don't seek competition or don't feel like you cannot pursue something because of competition and I'm not gonna lie to you I've been guilty of this like 10,000% no joke and <laughs> yeah and it's it's been a long time since I had that mindset But mm -hmm. I used to always feel that someone was going to feel like I was in competition because I was surrounded by people with that negative mindset. That's why. So I started, I never was like that. You know what I mean? I was very much my yeah. own person and everything and just kind of like, you know, I did whatever I wanted to. I would go with the flow. But then when I started hanging around this group of people, it just my mind started to mold differently. Like mold I started to theirs. To, yes. And I started thinking differently and I was like, well, well, if I do that, this person's going to think that I'm trying to compete with them. Well, I can't do that because that person, that's their passion and I can't do that. And I was really heavily set in that way. It was very toxic and just very negative. And mm -hmm. I felt like I couldn't do anything. You know what I mean? It got to a point where I was like, man, yeah, totally. I really want to try that. But I don't, I'm not going to because that person is going to be upset or judge me or whatever. So try to not put yourself in that situation to where you feel like it's a competition. Like I've said it before, there's room for everybody. I mean, Nike oh, is definitely. not the only pair of shoes on the planet. Mm -mm. <laughs> you know Barnes and Noble oh wait that's a bad example because Barnes and Noble pretty much is the only bookstore no but <laughs> no you got half price books what you talking about okay half price bueno está bien. <laughs> I'll give you that one but you know what I mean there's not one brand of ice cream there's not um 
one department store that is popular. There's not one grocery store. There is room for everybody. Now, whether or not people gravitate to oh, whatever yeah. it is that you're doing, that is up to that person. And that's up to you to work on your product and to make it better or work on your whatever it is, project or your dream or your passion. But you've got to realize that, yeah, in the long run, there is competition there, but you can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? And yeah. you can't worry about somebody else. You don't till somebody else's soil. You till your own. You know what I mean? And you worry totally. about what's going on in tu jardín. No andes preocupándote de los demás. <laughs> right. You do you, boo-boo. You do you. You do you, boo-boo. And you just be positive and you pray about it. You don't worry about everybody else. Okay. Another one is do not seek perfection. I mean, seek, of course, what it is that you want your project or whatever yeah. your goal is to look like. Yes, but perfection is just not, it's not possible. Okay. There is, there's a limitation to, to how great something can be. So don't seek perfection. Just take it in small steps and try to achieve your goal. And don't think, oh my gosh, this doesn't look the way I wanted it to look. I have to, yeah. I'm just not going to do it. That's it. I failed. Or this isn't going this way. So I failed. Or, you know, my, this person didn't appreciate or like my idea or whatever. Que importa? Everybody has different opinions. Everybody has different viewpoints. And guess what? What one person doesn't enjoy, someone else is going to enjoy 10 times. Right. You know, tenfold. You know, so, and that reminds me. Yeah, that reminds me of what I always tell my students. I always say, because they're like, oh, I think I did really bad. And I always tell them, I said, did you do your best? And they they say yes. And I said, then that's all that matters. As long as you do your best and you know it, that's mm -hmm. all that should matter to you, whether you fail or not. That's true. And so you're right. You, you, ha you can't be a perfectionist, even though sometimes it is a little hard. It's hard, especially if you're OCD like us. <laughs> yeah. And you want everything to go right all the time. Um, another, uh, really good point that I saw was that failure is temporary. It's true. You got to fail a lot to be successful. You've got to I fail agree. to be successful. You know, the person who wanted to be a designer, do you think Versace just woke up and he was just like, that's it. I have a multi-million dollar house and I'm designing for the stars y todo eso and his whole empire was built like in one day. No, I'm pretty sure that it, it took a lot of work and a lot of um, dedication and a lot of failure and probably a lot of closed doors. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, it, it's going to take a lot of failure for you to get to where you need to be. You just have to be persistent, persevere, right? Persevere to the finish. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and then um, the last thing I wanted to point out was simplify. Simplify things. If you have a roadmap laid out for your goal that you want to reach, it's good to put it into like little steps and phases. Simplify it. Mm -hmm. That way you're meeting small little goals as you go. And if something, you know, if one of them fails or whatever, then you know that it's easy for you to get back to the drawing board and fix whatever it is that you need to fix and then you can move on. But if you set simple, small goals, I feel like it's a lot easier for you to get there. 
And oh, yeah. I wanted to kind of, well, when I was thinking about that, I related it to my current situation with my, I don't even know what to call it. I don't even want to say fitness journey because I ain't trying to be all like crazy fit or anything like that. But to my health, healthy lifestyle journey, let's put it that way. <laughs> when I used to think about it, and this is very, very hard and this is very real and very recent um, for me. It's a huge fear of failure because I've tried so many times. And to be honest with you, only one other time have I gotten almost to my goal, but then everything unraveled on me and I went right back to where I was with weight loss and healthy lifestyle choices and things like that. But this is the second time in my life where I feel like, okay, the progress isn't moving as fast as I would like it to move, but I do have mm -hmm. progress. You know what I mean? And yeah. And it's hard because I had to, society molds your mind so much, especially with oh, fit, like, you know, fitness and, and, and how you should look and da, 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 y todo eso, ya sabemos, that yeah. it's hard for you to put yourself back into, put your mind back into the perspective of how it should be. You know what I mean? So, yeah. for example... I was watching a lot of like weight loss videos and all of this stuff and then and people losing like, oh, you lose 60 pounds in like three months or some girl lost 100 pounds in like nine months or, you know, lose 40 pounds in 40 days and all this stuff. And I'm just like, that's not the way it's supposed to be, you know, but it took so much yeah. reading and believing and like. Just kind of sticking to my guns to finally get my mind to understand that. You know what I mean? And yeah, I mean, I started this in January and from January to now, it's been like a solid five months and like a week, you know, and it's been me going. Hey, it's something. It is, but it's it's me going to the gym all the time. It's me like really being a dang rabbit with what I eat. Of course, I have two or three cheat meals a week, but they're not exagerados. You know what I mean? And then yeah. um, I, I've lost 22 pounds. And for me, I'm like, oh, my God. Like it got to the point in April to where I was really doubting myself. I was down on myself. I was fearing failure once again. My, I was getting in so into mm -hmm. my in my own head that I had to really talk about it and reevaluate everything. And I started searching for people who've been here and who've done this. You know what I mean? And people who've yeah. done it mm -hmm. the right way that wasn't rapid weight loss. It wasn't anything like that. These are people who've like really done this and stuck it out for a long time to where I realized that I'm like, OK, it's not that bad. You know what I mean? It's not that yeah. bad because if you think about it, average weight loss, healthy weight loss for someone is half a pound to a pound a week. So I'm just like, okay, that makes sense. So I found this podcaster mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to link that because that's like one of my um, favorite things right now, my cositas I'm loving. And I'll talk about it here in a little bit. But this podcaster... Um, went through this journey and she was saying she's like one of the hardest thing is things is wrapping your head around the fact that you're not going to see huge rapid changes really really fast because everybody's different some people will and some people it's going to drag but she's like if you lost 10 pounds in 
like eight weeks or whatever, she's like, and it took you forever to lose that weight. You just got to average it out. Like, so when I started thinking about it, I'm like, okay, I got to average it out to I'm losing half a pound or a pound a week. You know what I mean? And it's actual yeah. real weight loss, but it took so much mental. Um, it was just like this huge, I don't know, like come to Jesus. Like you need like, to just go ahead and be real with yourself. You know what I mean? To wrap yeah, your head around yourself that it. pep talk. Yes, I had to wrap my mind around that. But it made sense to me at that point. So that's where I was thinking, okay, I need to just keep setting super small goals and meeting those goals because that's the only way. Now, if I tell myself, okay, by September, I want to lose another 40 pounds. That's a lot of weight in a very small amount of time when I think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's selling, setting mm -hmm. those super small goals. Okay, I want to lose three pounds this month, you know, and I want to lose three yeah. more pounds the following or whatever. So setting super small goals was the biggest thing that, that I took away from this whole um, research on fear of failure because I think that that's what we're lacking. I think that that's where people really let the fear take over their mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> and that's pretty interesting because it ties into, um, you know, like you said, we do our research. And um, I found this article from Forbes magazine, well, Forbes.com, and it's like their entrepreneur section. And it's like, uh -huh. even though it's from 2014, it totally relates mm -hmm. because they gave you three things to look at whenever you're thinking about failure. And one of the things they said, it's usually because you're going out of your comfort zone that mm -hmm. you start getting that fear. And so one of the things that they said to do was you have to ask yourself, what did I learn from the situation? So they said you have to reframe your goal. So instead of saying this is the outcome that I want, you say this is what I'm going to learn from the situation. Okay. And so I was like, okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And so the second one was how can I grow as a person from this experience? So you, they said, you know, you have to visualize your obstacles. You can't just think everything's going to come out all super fine and dandy. You're always going to have issues and troubles and things pop up. So you have to have a good balance of the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. And so they say you have to look at look at it that way and be like, okay, how am I going to grow if this happens or if the outcome is positive or the outcome is negative? And then the last thing that they said is what are the positive things about the situation? So a lot of the times, you know, we are going to fail. We're not going to be successful at everything that we do. And so they said that in taking yourself out of that mentality, like you said, that, oh, I'm a failure. I didn't accomplish this. I'm a loser. I'm this. I'm that. You have to think about, OK, what did I learn from this? What can I change so that next time when I do this, it won't be the same outcome again? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I was like, that's that's very true. Even though it's for like the business world, you can still apply it to yourself and whatever you do, because you do have to think about. Okay, what did I learn from this? And it's like you said, you had to learn, you know, that I can't say, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds by this date. Mm -hmm. It has to be smaller goals, smaller, smaller increments, because if you don't meet it by this date, you can just say, okay, good. I said I was going to lose three pounds this month and I did it. So that's great. I'm not a failure. And so yeah. I was like, that's very true to even us in our daily lives when when it doesn't relate to even like business stuff. 
And so that was like, I thought that was very interesting Mm -hmm. on on how you view um, failure, especially like in the business world. Yeah, definitely. Um, When I was talking to my, my husband earlier, you know, I was asking him because he's, like I said before, he was very goal oriented and he was saying, he's like, it's, it's a mind game. Fear of failure is a mind game and you choose whether to overcome it or whether to accept it, own it and to figure out a game plan so that you can either be able to take the impact of failure or be able to not fail with the right preparation. You know what I mean? So he said, he's like, if you yeah. mm-hmm. um, get out of that mindset or that mind game and you don't let it control you and you don't let the um, consequences to your mistakes control you, then you can keep from building your own walls. And that like really resonated with me because I was like, you're right. We are building our own walls when we have this fear. It's like, yeah. porque ni ha pasado nada. Y ya andas llorando, andas estresado. You're like... There's just this whole right? thing. You, yeah, you're just you're making yourself sick. You're just kind of like beating yourself up emotionally over it. And it's true. You have built all of these walls, you know, and once you own your fear, then it's easier for you to kick its ass. <laughs> In other words, is what he was saying. <laughs> so he's like, just realize that it takes failure to be successful and then learn to grow from that. From that experience, learn to grow and learn to, oh, yeah. like you said, pick yourself up from your mistakes, correct your mistakes and keep moving forward. Whether it is with that certain whatever it is that you're seeking or something else, but you can't just give up. I mean, what would we be if there wasn't a greater purpose in life or a greater goal to achieve? I think I would be so bored right. out of my mind if I didn't have goals all the time. And it's crazy. Right. You know, that's just that's just like, how I am. And it's like one of the things that I saw on um, I was looking on Pinterest and one of the quotes that they said is, um, where would we be if all the people that achieved all these wonderful things for us have been fearful and, you know, done nothing yeah. that they had let their failure set them back? And so I was like, that's so true, because it takes a person to fail X amount of time to finally get it right. And be successful and bring a better outcome for someone else or for themselves. So I was like, that is that is so true. And what that quote was saying, I mean, like, I'm not wording it word by word verbatim. But, you know, I was like, that's really true. Because we wouldn't have anything if people were so scared of failing all the time. That's true. Very true. So, yeah. So, Lily, are you afraid yes. of failure anymore or not are you really seize the day eh? <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna see you know i'm gonna seize the day and i'm gonna start thinking about it that way like what what can i learn mm-hmm. how can i change it and just give it a positive spin to it and not feel bad for myself or throw myself a pity party because i didn't do what i set set out to do you know yeah definitely I hear you. And that's my goal, too, is just to keep. That's another best. Cada rato. Goals, goals on goals on goals on goals, girl. Goals on goals. Just to to have that roadmap, to not be afraid to share my passions with those around me and to just own it, to own my fear and be like, you know what? It is what it is. We are all we we all fail all the time. Some of us every day. (laughs) So it's just up to us. (laughs) 
to make light of it, to move on and to keep pushing forward. So if you are out there and you have a fear of failure, today is the day to stop that fear. Build your roadmap, get out of your head, pull those walls down right. and start living your vida. Start living your vida and you do you boo boo. You do you boo boo. Y los que son andan ahí de entremetidos y juzgando a la gente, y'all need to stop. Be supportive. Right. Quit being be envidiosos. Yeah. Quit being envidiosos. <laughs> you need to be supportive. You need to lend a helping hand. And it, I mean, swallow your pride and just be there for your for your right. peeps. That's, that's Be a cheerleader. Be a cheerleader. So, okay, we're going to take a real quick break and we'll be right back with the cositas that we're loving. Okay, we're back. Welcome and back. Lily, <laughs> do you have some of your favorites you want to share with us? I do. Okay, don't hate me, guys, Uh-oh. but the cosita <laughs> I'm loving right now is my summer break. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? <laughs> don't be jelly. <laughs> don't Para be jelly. Para todos que no son maestros, I am so sorry for y'all. Sorry, not right. sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry, because I am ¿verdad? loving my break too, sister. I am loving it. I worked very hard for it. I worked Honey. extremely hard this year Honey. for it. <laughs> Did we work hard? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So that's my number one cosita thing that I'm loving. My second one. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if you've ever had that promised land milk. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I am loving. Yes. So I am loving the promised land midnight chocolate milk, you guys. It's like if you have a Wendy's. And you have a, you've ever tried their chocolate frosties? It's like a chocolate frosty, but melted. Sabe so whenever I'm, yeah, so whenever I'm having that craving, like for something sweet, I grab a cup of that and that's what I'm loving like right now. It fixes that chocolate craving that you get. Yeah. You know what? I actually read somewhere. I don't even know where, but I think you can actually look into it. Um, I want to say that chocolate milk is like a power snack either before working out or after working out. it does something i don't know girl but every time i go on pinterest and look for like a power snack to like rev up your metabolism or something siempre sale chocolate uh-huh. milk all the time i i can't yeah, remember so what that means i want to have a six pack by the end oh, of summer un seis de botellitas de chocolate verdad That sounds delicious. What about I have you? To try it. Um, gosh, I have like a million things right now. I do. I have a million things right now. Okay, so let me start. I have four things. Oh my gosh, I never have that oh, many. Snap. I always have like one or two, but I have four things. I'm gonna go ahead and share them. Um, okay, so we went to San Antonio for what was it, Memorial Day weekend? Nos quedamos ahí, mm-hmm. and we stayed at the Hilton. And the, you know how they always, you know, put out toiletries y todo eso whenever you stay at a hotel. Yeah. Well, I've had like hit or misses. I've have so, had some hotel stays where the products are, you know, just whatever, whoever products. And then I've had some hotel stays where they have like the step it up products. Like sometimes they do like the Aveda and all of that. Well, this hotel yeah. had the Thomas Peter Roth products that I've seen at Sephora. Ooh. 
And when I saw it, I was like, oh, que fancy. So um, don't judge me. But yes, I did ask them for more toiletries like every day that we were there. (laughs) And I brought them You need backups just in case. I was like, look, this hotel was expensive. So I'm going to go ahead and take some of those products home. (laughs) But what I really fell in, look, I loved the shampoo and conditioner. Because I always was like, dang, this, the Thomas Peter Roth stuff is pretty expensive. So I've never tried it. But this makes me want to go buy the, all of the products, to be honest with you. So I'm just waiting till I run out of shampoo and conditioner. Because my Mm -hmm. hair was so super soft and shiny and just beautiful. And I was like, okay, this mm-hmm. is amazing, you know? But my absolute yeah. favorite thing that I love from his um, product line is the Thomas Peter Roth Mega Rich Lotion. OMG. Mm. It was that kind of lotion that the smell is absolutely perfect. It's just this nice, clean, dainty smell. I don't even know how to explain it. And it's oh. that kind of lotion that... you your hands completely absorb the moisture and you can just keep putting it on. Like you're just there putting more and more on. And it's like, I got a little obsessed with it. So that's one of my favorites. And then another favorite is a mommy favorite that I have right now for Logan. Um, You can get them at your grocery store. I'm pretty sure they sell them at various grocery stores, kind of wherever they have like the quote unquote healthy section. They're called snackables. And they're these little cookies and they're like, they look like animal crackers kind of, but they're very low in sugar and um, they are made of whole grains. Everything is like organic, unbleached and all, you know, todo eso. But I like them because they are really yeah. delicious. And sometimes when Logan really, really wants like a little snack and I'm like in a hurry, the little baggie is big enough for two. So I kind of split it with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> And they have the chocolate chip ones are really good. And he's had like the graham cracker ones. And I think there's like vanilla or something. So they're called snackables and they are these little organic um, crackers. Uh, Oh, gosh, Hmm. I still have two more things. The other thing was I just wanted to mention the podcast that I've been listening to. It's called Half Size Me Podcast. And this woman there's a picture of her on the front of the podcast, like a little album on iTunes. And she's literally like super tiny and like she's got her old pants on and she looks like three times smaller than what she was. It's insane. But what oh, I wow. like about her, it's not just talking about her journey. She does have some episodes like that, but it's mostly um, people who comment on her forum who have questions and that's what she does. It's like 15 to 20 minute podcast and it's her answering all your questions about weight loss, about surgery, about um, like fears and goals and uh, realistic goal setting and foods that todo like this woman did it all without surgery. So she has all of this advice and like every single thing you can imagine it's on her podcast and she gives some really good motivational advice too. So I highly recommend it. It's called half size me and it's on iTunes. And my final thing I'm pretty sure is a favorite of a lot of people right now, but I went and saw wonder woman (laughs) and I think I'm even (laughs) more of a fan now that I ever was. And I just want to say, I don't know how in the world any other movie director is going to top that. Like, 
I don't even know how they're going to top that in any other superhero film. Because I was like, wow. I think everybody who went with me was like, what did we just watch? That was freaking amazing. So I am obsessed. You know, and I read somewhere. Mm hmm. I read somewhere that she was five months pregnant when she filmed That's that. That's what I read, too. I read that today. So I, I don't remember what. It was, like, on Facebook somewhere. I was scrolling. And I read the same thing, too. And I was just like, holy cow. Like, I don't I don't know. And we saw it 3D. And it was just, like, even better. I don't know. I recommend people to go watch it in 3D. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I want to see it again. I could see it, like, ten times in a row, I'm sure. <laughs> that's how much I loved it. <laughs> so, yes, that's those are the things I'm loving right now. But that's it. Anything else you want to share, Lily? No, that's it. I was trying to think if there was anything else I left off, but no, that's it. I had like a million things to share this week. My goodness. (laughs) Okay, guys. So if you would like to follow us, we have a Facebook page now. So you can find us at La Charla on Facebook. Come and like our page and stay tuned on that site so that you could get weekly updates, daily updates, little quotes, motivational tips. And so that we could let you know when our next episode is going to be. We also have a closed group on, um, Facebook as well, which I'm not sure if we're going to do away with that. Um, as of yet, I know we probably eventually will, but you can go and join that group if you would like where people post their comments and suggestions, questions, etc. Where can you find us on Instagram? Lily. At La Charla PC, all together. And we have a lot of fun stuff going on on Instagram. And you can keep up with us and what we're doing on our daily stories. And you can also email us at lacharla at at gmail.com. Dang, my my words again, fumbling all over the place. Lacharla at (laughs) gmail.com. Lacharla PC at gmail.com. Dang, get it right. Okay, guys. Well, until (laughs) next time, we will let you go. I hope that you guys overcome that fear of failure and start setting your goals for a positive outcome on your next, I don't know, project, whatever it is that you want to achieve. Okie dokie. Till next time. Que viva la charla! Que viva la charla! Woohoo!